0: The VO Meter is produced in part using Source Connect, made by Source-Elements.com. And now, your hosts, Paul Stefano and Sean Gailey.
1: For example, for the Latino uh, actors, for voiceovers, um, there is a very um, stereotyped character, you know. For example, in, in my case, I record, as I told you, for all Latin America and my country, uh, and I record everything, Promo, Forna Geo, National Geographic and everything. But if I record to the US Hispanic uh, with strong accent, the the characters are always the same, like um, a, a girl who lives in poverty and needs um, help, a financial financial help for the, from the government and health insurance and she's alone or something. It's, it, it's always mostly uh, uh, of the cases like this. And there are so many uh, people. Uh, we know that the history of the Latinos going to the U.S. It was difficult and it was uh, a life uh, of, of hard work and everything. But not the, all the uh, historics of the Mexicans, for example, are all the same. And we are all in, in the same bag. And it's not not like this. Uh, for example, in Argentina, we have many races and it's okay to be like this. Uh, We are all, um, our families have their heritage of uh, Italian and uh, from Spain, from France, um, Germany and everything. And so we are all different here in Argentina and it's okay to be like this and we can perform any character. it's a very different reality but when i go for example if i have to work for the u.s hispanic i always talk to a little segment
2: okay who else has experience with being stereotyped so i've um uh, i was a stuntman for eight years where i've played plenty of thugs and henchmen's for you know bosses and 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 such but as in speaking roles, I think almost every black actor nowadays comes to a conclusion when they become, they decide to become actors that they are going to um, subconsciously or consciously not take certain roles. Like I refuse, for me, refuse to play any of those kind of like drug dealer roles in that aspect because that's just not, for one, the kind of image I wanted to put out there for young people but it's also it's an image I just don't want for myself. You can give me the doctor roles and the lawyer roles and the husband roles and the dad roles all day long. I will take those. But there's a certain roles I just won't take because it's a, again it's just that positive uh, representation that needs to be for us changed in voiceover. Um, there are a lot of um, a lot of roles that I, I I won't take depending on the content. I know some people, some writers. When they write roles, they write these, you know, ads and stuff like that for, you know, uh, to direct towards, you know, certain groups like African-Americans, Black people. They try too hard and becomes very caricature. Um, There have been some instances where I was like, hey, I would love to do this, but um, it doesn't, it's not, it's not natural and it's not realistic the way you wrote it and I, I apologize and I would love to help you make it more realistic for you so that we can, uh, you know, get the message that you're wanting out there. Um, but the way that it's written, it just, it's, for your company, I would hate for them to be seen in a certain light of how this is be, will be, would be performed. Um, How's that feedback usually received? Um, usually it's welcomed, you know? Cause again, it's not a drastic rewrite it's just we we don't use that even even when when they, when people are like oh well um talking black or using ebonics there's still a linguistic uh rules that apply to that like we don't just say random stuff that just comes out and like there's actual there's actually rules to to how uh that slang or or relaxed language is, is spoken and if you're not around that or if you're not or at least have somebody um of that ethnicity in that as a writer or in the writer's room or at least in a approval uh, position, you're not going to know. And I don't understand why they don't have inclusion on that aspect. If like if I'm going to write something on on uh women's women's experience on uh, you know how their body works and how they feel about Uh, when they have menstruation and period cramps and, and how, why would I write that by myself or even at all? I mean, like, Hey, this is what I want to do. Can you help me? And I don't understand why that is not the first thought process uh, when it comes to writing for non white people. It's a good
3: point. You know, real quick, just to chime in on the back of that. I think that that speaks more broadly to uh, the systemic racism and meaning that if we had more of us in those positions to write about us and or consequently those of other culture then then that would be you know what I mean we would know where the emphasis goes on this because it's originated out of this community that you want to advertise to you want to this community to buy your product, then you need from the top down to to follow follow the curve and have more people of color in those positions who are deciding on you know hiring the copywriters um, that are the copywriters and you know at the ad agencies. So I think that that speaks more broadly to the overall, you know, systemic issue that we have. We've got people uh, that are, you know, of not color writing for people who are. I think that's, you know, speaks to that voice of it.
1: Absolutely, and America has a long history of propagating stereotypes in the media because of that limited perspective and that limited exposure to people from those cultures. And it's just these familiar ideas, or they're only comfortable in portraying these people in these negative stereotypes. And I agree that we really need to try and integrate more people into the writer's room, into the creative, uh, more creative contributions from people in diverse backgrounds.
0: Indeed. As far as audiobooks go, um, getting pigeonholed as an actor in audiobooks is definitely a problem for. Uh, narrators of color. And it's actually a decision that we have to make early on when we're picking which name we're going to narrate by. Do we want to keep uh, part of our name? Like for me, do I want to keep my Chinese middle name so that when people see that I'm doing a book, that I have like more authority on the subject? Or do I not want producers to know that so that they consider me for books that don't have to do with my ethnicity? Um, So I try to like walk the line there. And I know because I get books from different publishers that there are some publishers who send me a wonderful variety of books. Like of course if that book comes up with that biracial Chinese American girl send it to me but also that great sci-fi that has nothing to do with my ethnicity but just needs a strong female voice. But there are producers who I only ever get from them a book about a Japanese girl. And I won't hear from them for like, you know, year and a half, two years, and then I'll get another book. And it's, it's a catch 22, like I'm thankful for the work and I absolutely want to tell that story, but I have to try to remind them that I'm more than that and maybe send them a review once in a while of a book that I did that has nothing to do with my ethnicity to try to stay balanced. And um, I, have, I have biracial Asian American friends who are married and have a different last name One of them has a Hispanic sounding last name and she gets work all the time with like Latina leads, even though that's not her ethnicity at all. And it's, it's hard for producers to know. And I always try to volunteer my ethnicity sometimes in an email just to like give them my brief bio so that they know what's most appropriate for me. But there is this feeling that you have to help educate your producers Mm -hmm. and also um, know that some of them aren't just aren't going to see you as more than than your race even if you know my i i don't sound like i'm asian necessarily i can do all kinds of stuff so it's we have to like curate our own careers and in that way and just do our best to keep things balanced
2: doesn't matter what race it is it's the same story it's what's happening over and over again how many of you have heard the arab guy speak like this because he's arab and he has a background from middle east and stuff like you know like They always say, okay, we need Middle Eastern guy. What happened to the Middle Eastern guy who speaks good English? What happened to the Middle Eastern guy who doesn't say the P as a B? Like, you know what I mean? So we shouldn't be pushed aside and pushed out of the game just because of race. Give me the opportunity and I'll show you. And that's what's happening at the moment with some people and they're realizing, oh, race has nothing to do with it.
1: Thanks for listening to this episode of the VO Meter. To follow along, visit us at www.vometer.com. We'd also love to hear your comments or suggestions for the show. Or if you have a questionable gear purchase, tell us all about it on our Facebook page or on Twitter at the Vometer.